If you have a old 401k with old employer stock or know someone who does, you need to know about a special stock treatment called net unrealized depreciation. Hi, this is Alex Lynch, and I help freelancers earning six figures or more optimize their finances, all in the amount of time it takes to enjoy a cup of coffee. For additional resources on this subject and others important to freelancers, please check out our website, freelancefinancefix.com. If you or someone you know has employer stock held within their 401k, you need to know about a strategy called Net Unrealized Appreciation, or NUA for short. This is a great and creative way to fund a new business launch and potentially save you on significant taxes. Most out there don't even know about this option. Many financial advisors and tax preparers don't discuss it or even proactively bring it up to you. In this episode, I can't go through everything regarding net unrealized depreciation as it is not the most simple topic, but I can bring you an overview of it and enough information to you so that you can bring it to the attention of your tax team or financial advisor, or choose to do more homework on it for yourself. I'm going to go over what net unrealized depreciation treatment is, some special advantages of using it, and a few specific audiences who really need to double check their employer stock for this. That is those who have been working at tech companies or other companies whose employer stocks have done phenomenally well while they've been employed. If you have a million dollars in your 401k and a large gain in your employer stock, this strategy could potentially save you $100,000 in tax. Watching the headlines lately, there have been a whole lot of tech companies laying employees off. It's really unfortunate, but Amazon, Microsoft, Facebook, Meta, PayPal, Google, Alphabet, all of those have recently laid off some employees. And nearly all of those companies' stocks have done phenomenally well over the last period of time and those employees could really benefit from this strategy. And for those aspiring entrepreneurs and freelancers with old 401ks, this could be a really creative way to fund your next adventure or go full-time freelance or entrepreneur yourself. The first step in seeing if this strategy is applicable to you is to go and pull up your old 401k investment account. See if held within the account is employer stock and look at that stock and see if there is a large gain on it. If you don't have employer stock held within your 401k or you don't have a gain on this stock, this strategy is unlikely to be applicable to you, but could still be great general knowledge for you to share with others. There are two primary advantages to using the net unrealized appreciation tax treatment. The first is massive potential tax savings, where instead of paying taxes at your normal tax bracket on the gains and withdraw, you are instead paying them at a very preferred capital gains tax rate. The second major advantage is that if you are under 59 and a half and need the money to fund a business or other reasons for the short term, 
you could potentially massively reduce your 10% early withdrawal penalty here. So let's jump in. There are three major components to net unrealized depreciation. The first is when you look at your statement and you figure out how much you originally paid for the purchase of the employer stock or at what price it was originally awarded to you within the 401k account. This is called your cost basis in the employer stock. It is the amount that does not include the subsequent growth on the employer stock. It is again the original purchase price. NUA is all about separating out the growth component from the original purchase price. The second component is called the growth component, which is how much your employer stock has gained over time for you. This is called the net unrealized appreciation. And the third component is essentially everything else inside of your 401k account that does not include your employer stock. How net unrealized appreciation works is you elect to distribute out the stock component, that is the cost basis and the gains of the employer stock, out of your old 401k into a non-retirement account, commonly called a taxable brokerage account. And this is a really unique thing to do. It is not commonly seen elsewhere, whereas the remainder of your 401k, the third component previously mentioned, would then go to a traditional retirement account. What happens when you transfer the employer stock to that taxable brokerage account or non-retirement account is that you will have to pay ordinary income tax on the first component we mentioned previously. That is the amount you or your employer originally paid for that stock inside of your account. You do not have to pay ordinary income tax on the second component or the growth component that was mentioned previously. You would only owe tax on the original purchase price. And don't forget to remind yourself to pay the taxes come tax filing time. Now we get to talk about what happens with the growth component. This is where all the gold is. The true magic of this strategy lies in your net unrealized appreciation or the growth of your stock. When and if you do decide to sell that stock, assuming you've held the stock for more than a year, then it is only going to be taxed at your long-term capital gains rate, which is typically much, much, much lower than your ordinary income tax rate. Your CPA, tax team, financial advisor, all of them should be able to provide you with an estimation of how much this could potentially save you in tax. It is not unreasonable for a million dollar 401k with a significant stock gain inside of it to reasonably save you some fifty dollars to $100,000 in tax if you were to decide to sell that stock. Which, particularly at a time when you may be looking at getting a business up and running or doing something else with the funds, could make a huge difference to your long-term business and financial success. And you are by no means forced to sell the stock once it's been transferred to a taxable brokerage account. Once it's inside of that taxable brokerage account, you could sell some of it, none of it, all of it, part of it. It's yours. You can do whatever you want with it. However, if you choose not to sell the stock right away, the additional growth on top of the net unrealized appreciation may be subject to some short-term taxes depending on your actions. Also, if you are under 59 and a half, you would only have to pay tax or the penalty on this on the cost basis component which could be a huge savings for you. You do not then get penalized on the growth component or net unrealized appreciation component as well, which if you have a huge amount in an employer stock could be thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in savings as well. As we've discussed with current layoffs going on, net unrealized appreciation could be a fantastic way for aspiring new freelancers and entrepreneurs to fund their new business ventures. 
Some caveats here, this is not the most straightforward tax strategy. Before implementing, I highly recommend you running this by a financial advisor or tax advisor. Once you've elected net unrealized depreciation, you may lose a step up in basis. Also, you may have to check for a qualifying event, like having been separated from an employer or reaching 59 and a half, and you must do this before really any other action is done within your 401k account, like taking distributions or rolling over the account. To recap our episode here, take a look at your old 401k account and see if you have old employer stock or if you know somebody who's recently been separated from a tech company or other place where their company stock has done fantastically well, tell them to check out net unrealized depreciation. The fix is in net unrealized depreciation or NUA could save you on your tax bill or be a creative way for you or someone else to fund a new business. After all, it's not what you know that counts, it's what you do. Action items from this episode. Pull up your old 401k account and see if you have any employer stock. If you do have employer stock, see if there is a large gain inside of it as that large gain could mean huge tax savings. The bigger the gain, the better the strategy looks. The third step is if you have those gains to talk with a tax professional or financial advisor before executing this strategy as it could be a great way to save on taxes and potentially fund a new business. Check out our website, freelancefinancefix.com for additional information on this subject and others important to freelancers. And thank you again for joining me for another episode of the Freelance Finance Fix. Before you go, one thing you should know, this isn't legal tax or investment advice, it's just a show, cause tax laws are tricky. And investments complex Get professional advice Do more research So you'll never lose We are the freelancers, my friends And we'll work from home Till the end Seriously, this isn't tax, legal, or investing advice.